Welcome to Blogs on Tape. Today's post is A Character Survival Guide, written by Blair Fitzpatrick and originally published on his blog Planet Algol at planetalgol.blogspot.com. A Character Survival Guide. I'm going to do something unusual and post from the other side of the DM's screen today. The topic today is survival. How to manipulate the odds so that your character has a decent chance of survival. Now, if your DM is consistently pitching softballs at you while you trundle along the railroad, this advice may still be of use and may even allow you to take some measure of control over the situation. This is all stuff I've picked up playing D&D games and all the disastrous encounters I've had to contend with. Number one, no backup weapon, no ranged weapon, no light source, no means of igniting said light source, no future. Unless you've got one of those aforementioned softball pitching DMs, there is a simple method for ascertaining which members of a beginning first level party are likely to die first. If someone doesn't have a second melee weapon, a ranged weapon with an adequate supply of missiles, no light source and or no means of igniting said light source, they are going to be among the first to die. They may not necessarily die because they don't have those items, although that is a possibility, Instead, it's a symptom. Such types tend to be the characters that automatically charge superior forces, or practice kleptomania while in the town that is the party's staging area. Although it is always pretty damn funny when someone dies because they went on an expedition into a giant unknown labyrinth without thinking to bring a tinderbox and torch. The necessity of food and water is situational, but you'd be surprised how many folks go out into the wilderness without enough food. Number two. Always have an escape route, and always be willing to cut bait and run before things go south. This should be common sense, but in practice it's often painfully not practiced. Never start an engagement with a foe without a viable escape route. If possible, work out an escape plan before the battle. Save spells and magic items for escaping an engagement. Once things look like they may go bad, immediately begin an orderly withdrawal of the party. If some hothead ignores the withdrawal, leave him to his fate. If one of your buddies is being cut to pieces and rescue looks unlikely, leave him to his fate. There's always the chance that you can ransom or rescue him or recover his body, always make sure someone in the party is slower than you. In AD&D, I love banded mail. Although it has an armor class of 4 compared to 3 for plate, you have a movement rate of 9 instead of 6 in plate. My banded mail armored fighter will be running away while Johnny Plate Mail is getting eaten by a Tyrannosaur. Number 3. Surviving a battle is easier without democracy. You know how military forces or SWAT teams always have a clearly defined leader who gives orders that the team follows? They do that because it works. Whomever has the best tactical sense in the party should be made into the battle leader. If the party has a leader or a face that isn't tactically acute, well, they can still be the leader, 
but the battle leader should be deferred to in combat situations. The party has a far better chance of survival with someone in charge. If someone doesn't want to get with the program and puts themselves in peril as a result, see number two above. Number four, upgrade your tactical skill set. This especially applies to battle leaders. Tactics work. Learn them. Sun Tzu's The Ancient Art of War, Computer Games, Counter-Strike, Chess, Pinball, Hockey, Guerrilla Warfare, what have you. There are many ways of learning tactics, which tend to be generally applicable in conflict situations. If you pay attention, you can learn a lot. There's a ton of useful practical knowledge about controlling the battlefield and mitigating asymmetrical situations embedded in these subjects. Choose the battlefield. Let the enemy come to you. Attack the invulnerable foe where it is weakest. Commit reverse mental torture upon your foes. The above advice may be too much or inapplicable for some players and groups. You may just want to have fun and bash some orc skulls in. You may be only fighting balanced encounters. Obviously, if you're not interested in subjects such as tactics, it can be kind of pointless to study them in order to play a hobby game better. But if you want to be a better D&D player, or if you're finding your party being overwhelmed by your foes, this stuff will help you. That was A Character Survival Guide, read by Nick L.S. Whalen. Blogs on Tape is a project that seeks to make the OSR more accessible by making audio recordings of its best works. If you'd like to help out, we can always use people to read blog posts, or to point us toward blog posts that deserve to be read. And if you have a blog yourself, we'd appreciate permission to read from it. I'm always accessible on Google Plus as Belloc Shrike, or you can email me at ls at paperspencils.com. Thanks for listening.